Welcome everyone to That's Effin' Weird. Tonight we have some super cool hosts and some crazy stories. Bam, done. <laughs> there we go. That's right. I see. I'm your first host, Clark. I'm your second host, Seth. And oh, and we have we have uh, Joe with us today. I'm so sorry. I, I was expecting Lily to go, but she she introduced oh, so herself sorry. already. No, you're good. We, it's it's fine. You know what's weird is we haven't done intros in like yeah four episodes, so we're we're oh, rusty. Wow. But but there we go. <laughs> All right. So today we're gonna talk about some ghost stories. Clark has some. Joe has one, and I think I've got a couple. Uh, Lily, do you have any ghost stories? The personal ones? I do not. I've never had any paranormal experiences myself but i'm an avid reader so i'm always interested to see what others have seen felt um so yeah okay all right well um clark you go ahead because uh i'm uh i'm still like remembering mine yeah so i have uh i have a few honestly so um i think i've mentioned it before on the podcast but i used to give ghost tours uh, in Charleston, South Carolina, and it's one of the most haunted cities in America. It's usually in the always in the top five, um, and so I have some like weird experiences that happen there. And actually, a lot of them weren't necessarily on tours. Uh, some of them were, but um, I like to, I guess, uh, present them from like least creepy to most unexplainable, because <laughs> I'm I am a skeptic at heart. I, I love paranormal stuff. Ghosts is my, uh, it's, it's like kind of where my heart lies. Is I think with history, um, legends and mystery are kind of intertwined in that, and therefore that's like my love for it. Um, so I guess there's no other way than just going into like some of the weird things I've seen. Um, there was a tour one time where I was a, um, I wasn't actually the tour guide. I was the uh, the second, the like I, I guess you would call it like the assistant, but I was really there to observe. And um, the tour guide that was there is uh, is a guy named Thomas, and um, he was giving a tour, and we were going to a place called the uh, the Provost Dungeon in Charleston, South Carolina, and this is basically the basement level of the old Exchange Building. Um, the old exchange building, the actual, the actual foundation of the building goes back to the actual original Half Moon Battery that was built in Charleston, like when it was settled in the sixteen like sixties. So um, between sixteen sixties and sixteen eighties, this is like one of the oldest places you can actually go in America, honestly, other than like Saint Augustine, Florida, some of the Spanish settlements. So as far as like English settled. America, this is one of the oldest places you can go. Um, and it is below sea level. So uh, we get seasonal flooding there. Um, water just comes in. It's tidal flooding is what they call it. You can be walking down Market Street. I've literally been eating dinner in a restaurant, and it'd be completely dry. And then when we leave, it is shin-deep water when you walk out of a restaurant like in the middle of downtown Charleston. So it's it's crazy how the tidal flooding works. It's going to come into, um, uh, I guess it's going to be important here in a second uh, in the story. So during this tour, 
we go to the provost dungeon, um, which is the basement of this building. So they call it the provost dungeon because it was an original prison. You can call it like a, a makeshift prison. Um, it was used for uh, a lot of like pirates that came in the golden age of piracy. Um, Steed Bonnet and his crew were held there. Well, Steed Bonnet wasn't actually held there, but his crew was held there. Steed Bonnet got, uh, he kind of got a better deal <laughs> and didn't have to spend his time down in the provost. But um, uh, it is literally a brick vaulted ceiling kind of place with chains and just people are held down there. Um, and it's, it's because it's below sea level, whenever the tidal flooding would happen, uh, the water would come in and they would just leave the people to their own devices. And this went all the way through the American Revolution. So a lot of political prisoners, um, a lot of American prisoners, because Charleston was actually taken by the British in the American Revolution in 1780. Um, a lot of prisoners were held down there. Um, so it was, a, it was a place that you just didn't want to be in, um, plus rats and stuff like that and just all the nastiness. Um, well, we were doing a tour one night, and uh, everything was going fine. We go into uh, into the building, and, and you can look up, actually, you can YouTube um, this place. There's, there's plenty of videos of actually uh, people walking you through this like provost dungeon. So you can look at the old exchange building in Charleston, South Carolina and find it and see exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but there is a, there's a drop off where you can see the original seawall where it was actually built, like where the original actual seawall for Charleston, South Carolina was actually built. And there's always groundwater that's coming up from the bottom. Um, and like it'll it'll never go away because it's just like seeping up from the ground because we're below sea level at that point. So, um, so we're doing this tour, and the guide is actually uh, he's doing his whole song and dance. He's like, "Hey, this is where pirates and you know pirates and American Revolution and all that stuff." Um, when you go past this like chain from the elevator, basically into this part of the Provost Dungeon, um, there was a family that was there, and they had been fine up to this point on the tour. We'd already been to several stops on the tour, talking about ghosts and talking about crazy things. Okay, cool. We get down in this dungeon, and everything's fine, and this one little girl walks up to the point where there is the groundwater that comes up from the bottom, and she starts freaking out. She starts crying, starts screaming, and she's like literally runs to her dad and she goes, I don't want to be here. This is where the people drown. Oh my God. And <laughs> so of course I, a kid. Of course a kid. Yeah. Right? Of course. Of course it's gotta be a kid. And it wasn't just it was a young girl and it was a young boy. And like I said, they were like I don't know. I, I'm terrible at judging ages. Seven between five, seven years old. Um, uh, and the boy starts crying immediately after the girl starts crying. I don't know if he starts crying because she freaked out, but he starts like crying and freaking out and everything. And he starts just repeating her. He's just like, no, I don't want to drown. I don't want to drown. Terrifying. <laughs> and so it's like, uh, 
that family's got to go. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and, and they had not, they were not from the area. They were from Maryland, I believe is what they told us. But like, it was, it was crazy. Like they're down there. She sees the water and immediately starts freaking out. And there are like animatronics and stuff down there for like, but it's not just pirates. It's like stuff for the history of the entire building. Do so they move? Yeah, they move, but they weren't at oh, that. that's freaky. They don't do it at night. Like it's it's part of a, like a daytime yeah. tour thing, um, but you know what? Like, I was on board with the little kid being a medium and seeing dead people, but that's where I draw the line. This no, is a no go for me. What's funny is those um those animatronics and stuff are way away. Like they're not even within eyesight of where she was, like where the where the groundwater is and everything. So it's not mm. like she saw something that freaked her out. It's not like she saw something right. like out of her eye. There was nothing. Like she just saw, it's just a little bit of sand and a little bit of water and an old brick wall. That is all you see there. And she, she just went crazy and was like, I don't want to be here. This is where people drowned. Wow. And it was like, that's insane. It's like, we haven't even got into the dungeon yet. Like, (laughs) what we we jokingly call the dungeon is not Mm -hmm. really. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, that was like the first real like, okay, well, this is weird. Uh, kids see things. <laughs> so wow. that's, that's my first one of these, uh, I guess, creepy stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does anyone, uh, anyone want to break up my uh, stories with their own? I don't, I, I've been poking around in my family and my friends to see if anyone had had a spooky experience. and. Mm-hmm. I've been just not really been lucky. No one has told me a tale of seeing a, a shadow, you know, at the corner of their uh, of their eye. But I've been looking. I've been asking. I've been inquiring, but nothing. Um, if I can just tell about what usually gets me when I read online or listen to podcasts or things like that. Um, like you said previously, Clark, it's the little things, the little short stories and experiences that you can't really make sense of. And even if you tried, it just, it, it doesn't make sense. It just gives you a little chill. Um, it can be someone that had, has passed away, maybe, and uh, you see someone that suspiciously, lo- suspiciously looks like them. Um, or maybe a place that's usually deserted and you hear something or feel a presence uh, that's usually what gets me online sorry yeah. i don't have much to contribute but uh i'm really really excited about ghost stories <laughs> no 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 problem I, i'll all right i'll do mine mm-hmm. uh it has to do okay so stop me if i've told this story to a few people online so if you guys have heard it just stop me i mean it stop me all right all right okay. so i, w- okay, I was just stop uh, it right now stop it i uh i was okay this was 2000 this was when this was the the bush gore election night uh Mm -hmm. so um my my parents uh live in an old house uh there is uh it it, it's got a lot of history and and all of this stuff just like uh having friends over uh, was uh, very tedious for sleepovers because uh, everybody would like start crying and like call their mom and and they would oh, never no. like stay the night most of the time. There was a few uh, exceptions, but mm-hmm. most most kids that I knew were terrified of the house that I grew up in. So I 
the election night, I what 1999, whenever it was that right when they were doing it in the hanging chads, uh, they were uh, the election night was going on and on and on. And uh, my folks were going to bed. So their room, it, there's like the step down where there's like this dressing room and it has like pull out couch and TV. So they went into the next room to go to bed. Uh, uh, and they were like, okay, it's bedtime. And I was supposed to go to bed. And I, but I, 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 um, I made it, I was like, look, this is a historic event. I just want to stay up late. I was like, this is a historic event. I want to stay up and watch. Come on. Come on. And they let me, which is rare. <laughs> so I, I, I was watching them going back and forth on all the newscasters and they were in Florida and blah, blah, blah. And, um, I, so the, the room I'm in is part of an addition upstairs. It's, it's an addition to the house. The original house is L shaped. And so technically where I was, was like, um, wasn't anything, the lower level, it was like a big porch. And then there was, a, there was like a, a, a kind of a walkway. The only thing on the second floor was a walkway that connected the two L parts. Um, so the step up to their bedroom was old house uh uh early 1800s and then down below was just new stuff um so i'm in the new room but the hallway that goes off to the old section it it it, it there's another door and it just goes straight off and it was dark and it's a, just a hallway but um the only supernatural experience i've had it was a figure like a shadowy figure that just stood in the hallway and stared at me um, it wasn't cloaked, nothing, nothing like specific like that. It was just a shadowy humanoid figure standing in the hallway watching me. And I was struck with terror. I grew up in this house. I've never really afraid of anything like that kind of spooky stuff didn't really bother me growing up. And uh, but I had absolute terror. Like I just stared and watched it as it was staring at me. And uh, the TV was still going. And I just like, I don't, I don't remember. I just like tried to go back to sleep and ignore it, but it was there and it just stayed there um, until I believe I started screaming for my folks to wake up and they were like, oh, it was a dream, but it wasn't a dream. Like I, I was mm -hmm. not dreaming. I remember it vividly to this day. Uh, and, and yeah, so that, that's my tale. Uh, uh, what, like, I don't remember it disappearing. I don't, rem I just. Mm -hmm. It was just I like yelled for them. They came in and it was gone and I was telling them about it and they did not believe me. But did that shadow ever come back? No, no, no? I've never seen it since. Um, um, you said that they were or it was maybe watching you. Could you feel their gaze or maybe you saw their eyes? I did not see the eyes. Uh, it was just I don't know. It, I just for some reason knew it was looking at me. Mm -hmm. And no eyes, no defining characteristics outside of a like a humanoid shadow in the hall. Um, oh. I don't remember when, like, it wasn't like while I was looking, it just disappeared. It was like one of the times when I like tried to ignore it and then like yelled for them and then it, it was like gone. Um, but that's a good question. Uh, no, I just assumed, I guess. But I, I, the, what's w really weird for me is being mm -hmm. like frozen in terror like that. I don't think has happened before or after since then, like that fight, flight or freeze. So that right. that happened um, and just weird. Uh, it's just so vivid. And that's the only 
paranormal thing I have out of my life. <laughs> um, I've got like other people close to me uh, yep. that that have said this and that. Like later on, that was like 1999, 2000, whenever the election night was. And then um, I had a friend that at in high school years later that uh, complained of a similar thing. He was not one to like make up stories and joke like this. He was like just not that kind of guy. And he never mm -hmm. denied it. He never said it was a joke. But he said uh, candidly to me that there's a guy that will come in his uh, bedroom and sit in the corner at night and just watch him sleep. And uh, and he he that's and. I want to say he smoked or something. He said something about them, <laughs> okay. like the guy would sit in the corner and smoke. Such uh, but an it was odd a detail. Yeah, it was like a man dressed, uh, and then just like sat in the corner of his room and just watched him sleep. And it and he said it like so matter of fact, like yeah, this happens like uh, most of the time. Uh, and uh, I think I told Alex this on a episode that's never aired, and I. Uh, uh, the joke was, uh, it was just like his weird uncle trying to find a place to smoke, or his dad was like, oh, "Finally, she's asleep. I can go, go, go get my marbles." Right. <laughs> but yeah, weird stuff like that. Um, I know somebody, I won't say who, that lives very close to Johnny Cash's old place that the BGs burnt down, and um, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in that kind of. Uh, neighborhood there was like um there was like a really bad storm recently and uh, a girl died tragically uh oh, recently no. there was a uh prized uh uh dog that disappeared and uh and if you if if this tells you anything about that area they had like search parties like they hired search parties to like mm -hmm. look for the dog uh, the the theory the prevailing it was like an award winning dog or something. The prevailing theory is that it it drowned in the uh, the Hendersonville Old Hickory Lake. It's the same lake, but that water. Um, now I have uh, I have partied on that lake before, and the shoreline it's not complicated to get up on. Like it's a muddy, weird lake, but it's like. I don't buy that. I, I think it was probably abducted, but the search dogs keep going to the edge of the water. And mm -hmm. I just, to just, if a dog fell in, it's pretty easy to find a way to just, it, it's, it's gradual. I, I, I don't see that. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a whole lot of uh, stories about that area. And because they believe that a lot of that stuff was built on Indian burial ground. Um. Uh, so they have like, you know, their, their local lore about that. Um, and then, and then, uh, my last story is, is, is kind of a two for one. So it was like, it's, it's a story that is real, but the story that was told to me in this real story is fake. So sorry to spoiler alert. Um, uh, there is uh, very close to me, a cemetery that in the eighties, like, uh, my sisters would like go to, like, it was like a, the high schooler, you know, kids would go and like smoke in the cemetery. And it was, it was, uh, pretty well known amongst teenagers. It was in the middle of nowhere. It was like what you had to like trek to go, go to it. Um, but my sister took me, uh, when I was like 12, something like that. 
and I remember it. It was a uh, dry stack. So the walls of the cemetery were dry stacked. It was 1800s graves, so pretty old. Um, there were family plots. So there were some stones that were, that we're talking large stones. We're talking like, well, now like like a cube of stone, like this in, in, in diameter. Um, and each side had a family member. So they would be buried in like the form of a cross, essentially. Um, and then that plot would be surrounded by dry stacked uh, uh, rock. Uh, to mark all the different plots. And so there were, there was so old. I don't think there was that much grave robbing going on. Um, there's people said that, Oh yeah, that probably people were rummaging through graves, but there were a lot of holes right next to the uh, gravestones. And what I think in the area I'm at, I think that the boxes just collapsed and you have sinkholes. I, I, I don't, it didn't, my memory, it doesn't strike me as like a grave robbing scenario. Uh, there wouldn't be much left anyway. But um, so anyway, while I was there, uh, uh, they told me this story about the golden hand. And uh, and I don't know if anyone's familiar with it. I barely remember it. Uh, it's it's about a woman. And um, th there's a there's a golden hand that uh, like it's basically the story of what what it. Uh, it follows, but without any uh, fucking in it, and uh, and because you know, that's, well, that's not... boring. <laughs> but it was a, but it was a golden hand that uh, chased you around, and uh, and when the woman thought she was safe, she kept hearing knocking in her closet and opened it up, and the golden hand was there, and it strangled her. Anyway, that was my. Uh, it, I'm I'm also that what that I was twelve. I'm I'm like piecing together a, a elaborate story that I I can't quite remember that's why i wanted everyone to go first but yeah that that was that was it that's all my spooky tales locally oh wait no wait i've got one more i've got one more tell. so there was a there was a lady that um i rented a a, a house to and um she she knew nothing all right let me give you the backstory there was a house uh i knew the people there um, uh, the, the, uh, her, uh, man, I mean, I'll just say his name. I won't say the lady's name. Uh, the, um, uh, Bill, his name was Bill and, uh, the lady is still living. So I'll leave her out of it. Uh, Bill was a really nice guy. I knew him, uh, when I was younger and, um, uh, he, he passed away a couple years ago in in the house and uh it was natural causes the guy was like mid 90s like he it, it was just natural uh the hospice was there it was it was nice and easy and um uh so uh bill passed on and then um uh later on uh new people started renting it and then the lady came up to me and was like hey and not knowing anything about this she, she was like hey is uh did anyone pass away in the house? And I was like, cause, cause my radar for like, you know, I, I have a bullshit meter and, and I'm real careful. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want to hear this stuff so bad, but uh, I'm, I'm careful. Anyway, mm -hmm. she was like, uh, she was like, there's a presence uh, in, in the house. And I initially told her no, because I completely forgot that that happened. It was a very low key thing. Um, and uh, I was like, no, she was like, 
there's a presence in the house uh, every now and then we'll like look down the hall and someone goes into the the uh, a man will walk in, like out of the hall and into the bedroom to where we can't see him and she's and she was like saying i'm sent i'm like like in a medium capacity sensitive to these kinds of things and and uh but yeah there's a presence here and i was like uh now that you mention it uh uh, uh there was a guy named bill that i knew that did die in that house and uh uh so i i i as she was like oh well then she like really leaned into it but it was just odd that she is she there was like all these similarities uh with that the real the story that i know and then what she was telling me i was like interesting mm. but yeah she like um she would say there would be like uh, kind of country old country music playing at night despite there not being anything bill was in a, a bluegrass band back in the day in like the 60s uh like stuff like that weird little details to know yeah, about yeah weird details so yeah i don't know what that is uh she she there's other things about her that strike me as like uh odd like the lady that's telling me this um but she said all that stuff and that was very intriguing to me so i'm not gonna just throw it all out it was just interesting hmm. yep yeah the, I, I i i have oh sorry sorry no go ahead no no it's just like the the medians uh the way that they uh it's hard to know right the way that they talk yeah um it's like in a vague a, a vagueness but it's kind of like horoscopes sometimes where it's yeah. like it's just vague enough that you're like you draw the connections for yourself but yeah i definitely I know. had experience with medians and stuff and it's hard to it's hard to say because some of it's so convincing yeah, I know. I want I want there I just wish there was a little less bullshit out there. Oh man, it would be so much easier to navigate, but that's just the way things are. Uh last thing I will say, uh uh and then Joe, you take it away. But um I do have a fond memory of Bill in various stages as in his life, uh outside uh in in a bathrobe, which this works. So he would he would be mm -hmm. watching the ground like this with a pickaxe in another hand. And he would be just like watching it. And this was up until like a few months before he passed. Like he was just this old guy staring at the ground with a pickaxe in his in his robe and not much else. And um, uh, what his thing was is he hated moles and he would he would stare at the ground. And we have kind of a mole problem around me, but he would stare at the ground until he, he could see some movement near where a mole mound was. And then he would just like kill the sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but this is just like this guy with a pickaxe like murdering moles in the yard he's just terrifying i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah. gosh uh, i get to the point where that's all i have left it's <laughs> <laughs> like know, my man. morning routine is staring yeah. at the ground wait just waiting <laughs> it's like the opposite of groundhog day or something yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. He, it's he was Groundhog ruthless. Day, the horror movie. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, his wife Every told day me is that Groundhog they... Day. <laughs> his wife told me that there was like a pile by the fence that they referred to as the Mole Cemetery. Oh, my... oh damn. <laughs> so, yeah, he was very proactive, apparently. But, uh, but Joe, you take it away. Do you have any, any good stories? Yeah. Um... That's interesting you when you're telling that story about um your election day ghost 
the ghost from your house when you grew up. Um, about the shadow. Um, I have a question for you just before I tell my yeah. story. Is um, when you say shadow, do do you mean like like the kind that you see on a wall, or do you mean like a disturbance in like the visual field? A more of a disturbance in the visual field. So not like a casting shadow, not mm-hmm. like uh defined lines like that uh best way i can describe it you know like um a gradation between like black gray and like just like that those shades of colors like if you're like on photoshop or something Mm -hmm. like there's a gradient or in a photo there's like uh an outline and then like there's a gradient of the colors that that's more like it or the actually i like the way you put the disturbance in a visual field yeah, yeah i mean it like, was would it be it, like 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 predator like you know no no not like no. not like that um not like stuff behind it was warping uh but mm. no it was more it was just a a dark oh man it sounds stupid to put it like this but like um a shadowy figure and and like uh okay have you seen someone standing uh in like fog with like a light source behind them Mm. kind of like that like like there's something there the light source is behind them so you don't see any features details yeah yeah Yeah, it's just like a cut out gradient darkness but but it was darker than the rest of the hallway that that's right right that i do remember can i add an additional question of like is this something like when you see something out of a peripheral or like something you see straight no. on no straight on absolutely okay. straight on all right, that's yeah. All right. yeah no because uh my experience is uh similar in terms of uh like the visual aspect of it mm-hmm. um and, and and then and in your in your case um you weren't like already spooked out right you it like just kind of uh no, no, I was, I, when I saw it, that's the, when the terror, like I wasn't like watching a scary movie or something. This, I was mm-hmm. watching a, the election news and, uh, <laughs> and then th- saw that. And then just, I remember like the, like the, that back of your, like the, yeah, what goose pimples, whatever they call them. It was just like that kind of feeling all over. It was awful. Right. Right. No, I, I have a, <laughs> I just was checking just because uh, I'm, I, I had something similar. Um, this was uh, let's see, it would have been after the election. <laughs> it was probably like uh, twenty two thousand four. Okay, two thousand four or five, and um, I had started working down in uh, the what is now kind of like considered like sort of like the arch district, the sort of the, the revitalized downtown here in Honolulu. Okay. So they have them all over it. You have some old buildings, uh, artists move in and, um, and then those places become bars and cafes and restaurants and stuff like that. So down here, it's a, it's a mix of the downtown area and the Chinatown area. They're kind of they were all they're all pretty much right next to each other, and um, a few of my friends we we were um, we were opening up a club. I I should say like 
we were part of a team that was opening up a club and my peers, some of the promoters and then me as a graphic designer, um, we decided we should get our own office because previous to that, we were kind of all in the same office, the people that are opening the club and, and we, we kind of wanted to have our own like free freedom to not be like, just like in the office with the, the, the people that own the club, um, which was also like a theater, like, um, for like uh, film festivals and stuff. So anyway, we find these uh, offices in a cheap old hotel and this hotel um it's called the blaisdell hotel um and uh blaisdell is a uh, kind of an old family out here um anyway it's an old hotel like this thing was built in not super old uh but you know old for hawaii uh mm-hmm. it's uh in their early night 1900s so before the yeah. before the um like just after the uh what would you call the overthrow mm-hmm. just just man before statehood so this is early for for here anyway it's a it's a it's got like a one of those manual powered manual cranked elevators you get in yeah where the cage opens up and then the man has to like use the crank so it's old like that and um we had just moved in to to it and there's been people working in there like uh accountants and lawyers and stuff they'd had their offices in there um but we, we were able to catch like three offices all adjacent to each other and um we're just setting up you know maybe we're in we've been in we we signed the lease a few days ago uh maybe even a week and now now we're deciding to paint it get it all ready and we're in there painting and you know we're in our 20s early 20s so like you know we're not <laughs> we're, we're we're screwing off like most of the time you know like oh <laughs> yeah. let's let's oh we're gonna paint the place let's have some drinks um and there's a sort of a center courtyard in this building um or more like where the where the the inside of the building you can see all the other rooms in a center corridor so it doesn't matter what floor you're on. There's an opening between all the floors, as where like the outside is. It's kind of like, did you guys watch that uh, Only Murders in the Building? That, uh, I don't think so. I'm not familiar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a Steve Martin, show. Martin Short. Yeah. Okay. Uh, about a, people, they start making a podcast about murders and. Anyway, um, the the building is it's very similar to that building where like there's a center courtyard that goes all the way through the building and then yeah. there's an outside. So it's designed much in that way. So we'd spend our time in that center courtyard, uh, drinking and stuff or just hanging out. But, you know, I wasn't drunk or anything. Um, but we had the music playing in, in, in my office, in the office that was mine that I was currently painting. And, uh, we're just out hanging out. And I noticed that the, um, the music, started skipping and this is like cds you know we had cds still so the music starts skipping and i'm like oh god i gotta go i gotta go change the cd it's skipping um so i start to walk back to the to the room that our doors are open and so we can hear the the radio and um and it, it starts to get louder now i don't mean louder like because i'm walking closer now to the radio the radio like actually increases in volume like 
as I'm walking towards it or around the same time. And that for a second gets me kind of thrown off. Like what is happening? You know, it's skipping and now it's getting louder. But in my mind, I'm like, I just got to turn this off. This is, mm-hmm. this is like, it's, cra- it's getting crazy. And, uh, I'm so imagine the door is on one corner of this square, basically that, that is the office room. And on the opposite corner is where the radio is. Uh, and everything else is emptied out and the lights are on and everything. So my mission is just to get from the front door to that back corner and just go diagonal across the room to turn off the radio to the CD player. Um, and as I walk into the room and it's getting loud, so I'm, I'm, it's a little bit like unnerving. And But as I get closer... And I'm I'm walking kind of at a fast pace because you know I'm like I gotta turn this off. As I get closer towards the center, I feel the room get colder. Like seriously, like people say that all the time, but like it mm. gets colder. Like I don't know if I get colder, but the you know what I'm saying the the amb- mm-hmm. the ambience gets mm. colder. And like you were saying, Seth is now this the lights were on, but it was as if something in the center of the room, something was in the center of the room. And I didn't know what it was. And it started to freak me out. Now, this is like just seconds. I'm just describing it kind of like in slow motion. Yeah. Um, I could feel that there was something in the center of the room. And, it, and as I'm walking towards it, it kind of almost seemed like a ball like the, the the density of it was almost like a ball floating i didn't see a ball floating but it it was almost as if there was a, a density in the center that was emanating this feeling that this thing was there um and so i walk i so i'm just i'm getting i gotta go turn off this cd player and as i go through this center point um it shouts like, hey. And I could almost at that moment sense the person there with their hands up. Now I could tell there was a woman. The the sound and like the the feeling that is put off was like of a woman saying, like, hey. And I passed right through it and, and it felt like, you know, you get punched in the stomach and you get the wind knocked out of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's how it felt. I got the wind knocked out of me, and then I ended up like collapsing, not collapsing like like I died or something, but like kind of yeah. falling into the wall, turning off the CD player, like trying to catch my breath. And that's um, crazy. Yeah, and I didn't know much about the building or anything, but I just remember th- that particular thing, right? So this is just me turning off the CD player, and I'm like. Oh my God, what the hell was that? You know, and just like, you know, like you said, the goosebumps, like cold, it's like yeah. a cold, uh, when you get like flush, like, like a, like cold rush over your body, yeah. kind of like get like a shot of adrenaline. And, yeah. uh, of course, there's nothing in the room, you know, like I turn around, there's nothing. I didn't really see anything. It was, it was just like a flash of, 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 a, of a, an idea that there was something there, like, yeah. kind of see it. And, um, <laughs> I, of course, like I go back and tell everybody, <laughs> Yeah, you know, oh, I go God. back and I say, 
dude, I just, I think I just walked through a ghost. And, you know, like it took a while to get people to listen to what I was saying, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone's whatever, out, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's out there drinking. And, um, but over time I got, I got to know like the guy who, uh, operated the, um, elevator. He is like a, a like a first generation Cuban. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so he had a, a great accent and a great way about him. And he, uh, he would tell me, he's like, Hey, we say, Papito, like, come, I'll show you, come down. And he'll bring me down to the basement. And he's like, you see that, that pipe there, that, that is where he hung himself. That's where the owner hung Whoa. himself. Oh my God. And, and like, would tell me these, like, yeah, this place is haunted. Like, you know, like, cause I would, I told him the story and he's so like, no, yeah, it's haunted. It. Yeah, because uh, apparently it was like there's so much that happened in this building. Like at one point it was like a, uh, like a uh, for uh, what's a better a brothel, like a whorehouse. Yeah. Okay. Um, during uh, I believe probably during the Second World War, I think that's oh, when wow. it was doing that. that. Place got some action. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it was always a hotel at, at you know at at some at, of for, for the most part, and then and then. Now it's just it's an office building, but um, or you know, mixed use, and uh, yeah, he and and he would tell me, yeah, the, there's a little girl and there's a lady, so I think I saw the lady. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> but, that's what I was gonna I was gonna ask was like like he immediately said, oh, this is where the guy hung himself, but you had the female presence, you right, right, right. You knew yeah, it was he would presence, so. yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, I I know that for sure. I mean, at least as much as I know, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, what I'm I I kind of told the story of what he told me backwards. You know, he 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 was just more or less agreeing with me and trying to um. Oh yeah, yeah. This happens, you know. Oh yeah, you hear about this, and it you know it had this this the hallway in this place. There's a little red exit sign by the bathrooms i don't even know if it was an exit <laughs> by the bathrooms but for some reason the end of the hall was like a red light yeah and so at night you couldn't control the the lights in the hallway so if we were there past the the building hours and we were working on stuff it'd be dark outside the hall and it was one of those things man you walk down the hall and it would like warp it was the craziest thing i don't oh, know if it's just like an old building but it yeah. would just feel weird as it's you not up to code <laughs> <laughs> yeah that might be that might be what it is um but yeah long, and you know and just like to i had some co-operators like other people that i knew that were renting um one one guy really like kind of in, in touch with this kind of stuff to the point where you're like are you serious like yeah he said he like saw the lady and he saw the little girl like he was sleeping there one night and a lot, a lot of people would like kind of like live there even though they weren't supposed to and uh he said he woke up and then there she was just sitting in his room standing in his room and i was like wow but um i never saw Man, saw anything i wish i wish i had like an experience like that all i have is the shadow i wish mm -hmm. i had like this very uh definable thing vivid yeah yeah i just don't i don't see well, anything you, I, you know there's a part of me though that says how much of that did i put together like yeah yeah you know like if i walked into the room and the, the the music and the skipping of the right the radio was acting abnormally did i like 
start to freak out and maybe was that like my first experience with like a panic attack you know what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. how much of that was just me embodying my fear. But yeah, well, I like mean, I was said, it, I wasn't. Was it an intimidating environment? No, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was. I wasn't scared. I wasn't like feeling spooked yeah. before I walked in the room. But yeah. I, it became like more, like rapidly more and more. Yeah, it just got amped that. up really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of ghost stories out here because of uh, all the, um, I just never experienced any of them, you know, like there's yeah. tales of old princesses getting slain at some mm -hmm. pond and that's why the, the river turns red, the little pond turns red, but it's actually like a shrimp that, um, appears in the, yeah. the water, but, um, things like that, there's like, we have kind of like a, a leprechaun kind of characters we have the menahune they're um yeah anyway <laughs> oh, so it. yeah yeah that that's was a, my only that's a good real one. experience yeah no. yeah that's a really good one um yeah i the only um the only things i have on like i ha there's this book series that was called tales from old china tales from old canada tales mm -hmm. and they're really hard to get they're they were made in like 50s and 60s but there were like different editions that were later reprinted i have a few of them and they're hard to track down um but i have uh one tales of hawaii and now i'm just wanting to start looking in that book now i wonder if i wonder if i've read that or seen it you know like th that's probably if you go through that the tales of hawaii you'll probably come like know exactly what i'm talking about with all this stuff okay. now because they most of the stuff I'm talking about is it's not like esoteric. It's like kind of mm -hmm. like everybody like has some yeah. sort of story. I've heard the stories, but I just, mm -hmm. yeah. That's what's interesting about Hawaii. Hawaii is like out there, like in the Pacific. And, uh, you know, I know the theories of like Easter, Easter Island, which is even more remote. What, what, uh, what's the general, um, like hard line. This is how people got here like originally what's the, oh, like, for the historical takeaway yeah uh there was two camps and i think those camps have like converged um one camp would say uh south america okay and and then the other camp would say like indonesia like you know uh, southeast asia yeah that makes more and, sense to me yeah, yeah. um also but yeah i don't know what like which it's hard to say which one like where the language comes from because the language across polynesia is is almost identical mm -hmm. um you could almost say it's the same language practically it's just like the some you just swap out with some of the words like mm -hmm. um a good example would be like uh aloha is like one of the main you know like a pretty popular word so that's mm -hmm. the Hawaiian. Uh, Talofa, uh, I think, is the Samoan and or the. A lot of the, a lot of the Micronesian like yeah. translate yeah. immediately to Hawaii. Yeah, exactly that as well. Yeah, the Micronesian, and yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of them, just a few letters off in in the pronunciation, and and then that that um, letter change is um pretty much universal through the languages so um 
yeah, it's kind of converged. Like maybe there's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, certainly, certainly, uh, there was very little, um, what do you call it? Like the period, the periods of like where things stayed the same between the islands is, um, pretty short. So that there's a, a cultural mixing constantly between all the, all the Pacific islands. Um, on a, like a, on a long time frame, you know, there's Which a will lot of bring us to a future episode on biogeogra- <laughs> biogeographical lines. Oh yeah, yeah. The same. Yeah, we got we got a few things that's queued. That's a that's a future one. So, oh yeah, you want to be a part something. of that? How is that? I I don't. What is what is that actually? So biogeographical lines are basically um, they're places where certain species of animals do not cross. Like it's 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 like a definitive line. So think about it like if you look at Indonesia, um, uh, specifically Malaysia, the Wallace line, like uh, between Australia and Indonesia, you have elephants and tigers and like these big mammals uh, on one side, but then only thirty kilometers away, you have none of those. You have Komodo dragons. You have different birds, uh, like everything, aviary, mammal, marsupials, everything's different. So that's why Australia seems so isolated and why all of their animals seem so weird is because there is a line, a definitive biogeographical line where for some reason certain animals don't cross. And so this is, and this line is, can be traced along this Wallace line. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. And it's like such a small line and they're trying to compare it to like tectonic plates and things like that. They're trying to make it make sense that animals just won't cross it because they have some kind of like seismic, you know, idea that they won't cross there. Mm. But it's also how we kind of have uh, like, you know, biodiversity lines. Um, uh, like I said, I'm part Native American and I always talk about how it's weird that like where oh, the lines know. cross between like Eastern and Western Mississippi, like how diverse, like, like even in America, I mean, in Grand America is a big landmass, but you can draw these lines everywhere where like certain, uh, like certain animals just won't cross. They just won't, Whoa. they won't populate in certain areas. They just don't cross it. And it's, usually follows tectonic plates for some reasons so. yeah i wonder if like we're already having the conversation because now now i'm thinking i there's an, another thing that happened to me when i went to california um this was more like I, I woke up to like uh what seemed to be shadow characters like holding like that chest like you, you hear those stories where people like holding you down in bed mm-hmm. oh yeah old hag yeah. Oh, well, that's what it's called in the Southeast is like hags. Uh, oh, okay. They call them, um, I mean, well, I mean, you can call them anything. You can call them succubus, incubus. I want to do it from a religious standpoint, but um, hags uh, is what we do in like the Gola. Right. Uh, okay. You know, yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I actually, I have like a little bit of Native American blood um, mm-hmm. from my dad's side. So my mom's, my mom is Hawaiian and, uh, my dad, my dad is uh, from 
California. And uh, anyway, um, yeah, I was over there and I woke up one morning and it was kind of like I I thought to myself that they were like Native American spirits, like dark, like the dark shadows, like long shadow people, like hovering over me, wow. holding me down. And they just like looked at me and I thought I was awake. Um, I'm not sure if I was awake, but uh, it seemed like maybe it was on the edge of being awake in a dream. And they looked at me and they said, "What are you doing here?" Like they recognized me oh, or something. Man. It was uh, <laughs> that was kind of a trip. But that, I guess what I why I brought that up and the, and you're talking about these lines is like, do you ever think that um, a place like has a stain, like has like a because I'm thinking about this place where I was telling you the ghost story of in Chinatown. Um, it hasn't changed, like, in its character. Like, the character of the place has remained the same, even though it's modernized. So that's where, like, people go down there, and they party, and they uh, they get in over their heads, and then some of them fall off, you know, and then now they're, they're, uh, they're in, a, like, a bad situation where they're homeless and they're on drugs or something. Yeah. And that's, that's like, happens over and over and over again in that place. In the yeah. you know, and I wonder if like places end up like holding yes. a certain yeah. energy. I'm messing with people when they get outside. Yeah, it's similar yeah. to like uh, what do they call it? The um, the foreign what, what's the foreign something syndrome? Like when people get to like people that visit a place, they think mm. they're going to be excited to see like Paris, like mm. and right. they, and then they freak out and they like. Like they can't take it. Like they see it and they like start freaking out and have like anxiety attacks and everything because it's like so outside yeah, of what shock. yeah, so outside of what they actually like are from and everything like that. Even if they're from a big city, like you can be from New York or Tokyo or you know somewhere like that. You go to Paris, you see something, and you're like, oh, and they just freak out. So I, I think they call it like a something like foreign something syndrome. Yeah, I can remember. Um, yeah. That's really weird that you bring that up. Um, I've been met this idea that, uh, like, I've 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 lived in Chicago, I've lived in uh, New York, and I absolutely hated those places. Um, I don't know if it's like developmentally or like I I don't want to get too woo woo, but like wherever you were conceived, like that place's mm -hmm. energy, you just are kind of tuned to it, yeah. for lack of a better word. Um, there, so what, I won't say the actual like spot I'm at, but there's, there's this place I live and it's called something and I've always loved that place, uh, at like the, the nature, the hills, the, the, all of just the whole thing just jives with me perfectly. Uh, cities I cannot wait to get out of, like, I can't stand them. The, the constant, grating buzzing that's just constantly in the air um and that also that sense where there's a bunch of stuff around you that's not a, not asleep like when it's your bedtime where you're supposed to be getting rest there's like so much life going on in other places anyway but where i'm at there i was walking a a, a lot that i may be managing at some point and the reason i bring it up is when i went there uh i what I felt like a kid again, like it's, it's very close to me and it's just a, a raw lot of, I would have, like, I, I would have to be putting in 
like my version of infrastructure in it just to make it to where uh, people can access certain points that are anyway um, the I was there just touring it and this place had like some paths that um, some p local people would ride horses through and the rest of it was just like dense veg vegetation. And I felt more giddy than I've ever felt in an extremely long time. Like I was, uh, I just felt like skipping, like, you know, like when you just want to like skip, mm. like you're so cheerful, like that right. was like the vibe and you mentioning all this, it, it's like, I want, I wonder if there's something to that. Like you're just kind of tuned to your, your place. I don't know. I, I like the idea of it, but at the same time, I'm kind of terrified of it because I love travel. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I love going. I love traveling, so it's like uh, it does make me kind of scared that I can't just relocate anywhere. Yeah, yeah. you you go you go somewhere, and then the shining oh, happens yeah. to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I wouldn't want that, but at the same time, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I think there might be some geographical lines that we're kind of attuned to. So yeah, you mean they ate each other? Yeah, <laughs> they they ate each other. The Donner part. I forget the lines. I, I've been butchering. I've been quoting The Shining recently, but I haven't seen it in a minute. So I'm butchering it. Well, like, uh, what's the dude's name? The caretaker, the guy that uh, was also had the the Shinnin. Um, uh, oh, the, I forget his the, name. The butler. dude. The, yeah, the butler dude. Okay. Uh, when he's talking to when he's talking to Danny in the kitchen, he's basically saying like, "Well, you know, when you burn a piece of oh no, that guy, that guy, uh, yeah, he has a his real name is like Magruther. He has a really interesting last name. The actor. I thought you were uh, talking about the guy that was like the like I corrected her. No, 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 not that freak. No, 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 the nice, <laughs> the nice black guy that took care of the manor. Yeah. The like he was like the caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> the night, the, the sweet old the man. man with the with the with the naked chicks over his bed. That was like my yeah. favorite part. He had all these like uh uh just just chicks all over his wall and his I believe he lived in Florida. Is that where he lived? Like in the movie? He was like back in Florida and then Danny called him with the shining. Um uh, <laughs> but anyway, he uh yeah, he he was he was talking about how places like like their energy sticks on like whatever happens in a place it's like burning mm -hmm. toast you can still smell it even though it's it's not occurring right now that's yeah. it i don't know if that relates to the the lines you're talking about but i think uh, i feel like we're getting oh, yeah. down i feel like we're coming up with our own theory here slowly <laughs> yeah we yeah we got off burnt off toast topic theory sometime kind of on topic maybe <laughs> yeah that's a first good smooth um i've got uh i've got the mimic story to tell to end it all oh. all right so mimic story which is my favorite uh ghost story i have personally it does not happen when i was actually giving ghost stories in charleston it actually comes from my hometown where i was born um, i was actually born in a city called augusta georgia where the home of the masters is um and i was born on ray's creek I say born, raised there in a house on Ray's Creek, which is, runs through the national, uh, the Augusta National Golf Course. So everybody's like, oh, it's crazy. It's the biggest golf tournament in the world, that kind of stuff. But, um, but I had no clue about like any of the history other than what my dad told me. And he said, well, you know, Native American settlements here and things like that. 
And um, so I thought that was cool. And uh, and we would dig and do metal detecting and things like that around my house. Um, but I grew up in a tri-level house. So to describe it to you, the bottom level is basically the land is graded up like a slope. So mm-hmm. bottom area was like an entertainment area and then you had a den and then you had stairs that went up to a foyer and a kitchen and then you had another set of stairs that went up to all the bedrooms. So it's a tri-level house, but it's not like it's not like a three-story house. It's just a tri-level way the land grades. Um mm-hmm. and that's important because um all of my time spent as a kid would have been in the den and then looking back down this hallway towards the back room, which would have gone towards our back house. So the I always called it the back room. It was I don't know what you would call it because it's like yeah. the it's the offshoot room, the farthest out, lowest place in the house that goes to the backyard. It's where the hot water heater was. It's where like our you know, like freezer was, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, kind of, but it's not below ground. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still above ground, but it's it kind of like the cellar. Uh, and we put like TVs and like video game systems back there. It was like where you would go back to play games and stuff. Um, and then you would come back to the den through that hallway, and that's like more of a general family room kind of thing. And then. When you go upstairs, that's where, like I said, the foyer and the kitchen all is. So, give you an idea of that. So, that back room at night always gave me the creeps. Like, it was a really dark, weird, weird room that just, it just never felt right. And I never wanted to be there uh, during the night. And even when I would be in the den, because I was a kid, I'd want to, that's where I was watching TV and stuff could look through that hallway to that room and always felt really uncomfortable but I never wanted to shut the door I felt like if I shut the door bad things would happen so I keep it open um and you just look into that void it would be just a dark dark room there um it always creeped me out and I, I, I just can't really have a emotion to really put into it but Getting older, what happened was I would start uh, seeing people or hearing voices of my family members that would come about. So I lived with my mom, my dad, my grandmother, and my sister, my older sister. So she was like three years older than me. Um. Where upstairs, all of our bedrooms were upstairs in that top part. And you'd have to like walk across that hallway and you would never not be in eye, like eye view of anyone's bedroom. Like if you had to walk to the bathroom, mm-hmm. you would walk in front of somebody's door. Somebody would see you, basically. So uh, okay. after my sister graduated, and went to college, and she left. I moved out of my bedroom into her bedroom because it was a bigger room. Uh, 
And then my dad kind of made my old bedroom his like office room. So now we have it really where it's like, it's just me, grandmother, dad, and then like the master bedroom. So like I can't walk anywhere without being seen. I'm going anywhere upstairs. Um, so this is my junior year of high school. I'm 17 and uh, I get up and I walk to the bedroom. Uh, I walk to the bathroom basically. And um, my dad is supposed to be in his office doing stuff. And I see him walk to the bathroom. Come back. And then he's not in the office when I walk back. So I walk back and I walk into his room and I'm, I look and he's not there. I'm like, okay, cool. So I walk into the master bedroom thinking he's in there doing something. My mom is at work, by the way. My mom is a rich nurse at this point. My dad's retired. Um, uh, walk in the bedroom. He's not there. He's not in the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, where's he? Um, so I had just walked past going to the bedroom and saw him sitting at his desk at the computer. Uh, I call him on the cell phone and I'm like, he answers, and I'm like, hey, I was like, where are you at? Are you in the backyard or something? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm at Kroger. <laughs> he was at the oh, grocery store. weird. It's like, you were just sitting at your computer. I just walked past you. He says, no. It's like, so scary. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> so that was the first thing. We go back. Uh, now. Um, this is at a point, uh, a little bit later, uh, I'm 18 now. I just turned 18, but I'm still in high school. I'm a senior. Um, in my room, I'm sitting at my desk. My mom went to the grocery store. So I know she went to the grocery store. I know she's gone. Dad is not home. My mom is not home. My grandmother is not home. She's dead at this point, actually. Uh, she died at 98. Uh, she's gone. So there's nobody in the house but me. My mom notoriously is loud. <laughs> she, she'll be like, hey, hi. Yeah. So um, I'm sitting at my desk, literally on my computer, sitting here in my bedroom. And I hear the garage door open. So I told you I had a tri-level house. So the mid-level had a garage. That's where the cars go. Garage opens. To come in through a back door through the middle of the house, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear the garage door opening and I hear the back door open, like very audibly. There's a screen door that has to be pulled open, there's a back door that has to be pushed open. And then my mom says, Hey, I need help. That's her wanting groceries. You know, I, I need to come help her get groceries in. Very audibly here. I need help and I'm obviously as a teenager I'm annoyed and I'm like I'm coming and I skip down the stairs skip down the stairs immediately hit the hit the middle of the foyer and look and there's a closed door the back door I walk up to it garage door is closed when I look out the window of that door Door is closed, locked, 
uh, garage door is closed. Um, yeah. No car, nothing. No, 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 no. She she didn't pull the car into the garage. That's not a thing. Like they pull into yeah. the driveway. Garage door, yeah. The garage is for different cars. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's closed. There's nothing. That door is closed. Everything. And I, I mean, I skipped down the stairs. Like, hey, here I am. I'm your 17 year old son, all spry, ready to pull groceries in. Nothing. And I mean, I very audibly heard her say, hello, I need help. And it was in my mom's room. Those trains just like giving me goosebumps right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets weirder <laughs> this is all my stuff by the way I haven't even told you when my family starts to tell me their stuff <laughs> oh man So this is all my perspective so that happened I was weirded out by that and just went back up the stairs and went about my business and I was like okay I, I mean I'm going crazy I very audibly heard my mom's voice asking me to help bring groceries in so um I now fast forward to like we're eating dinner. And I think I can't remember if this was like a Thanksgiving or something. We're actually at my dinner and I tell them this for the first time. Um they were just like, We've seen you walk like across the hallway when you weren't home. No. I was like, stop. I was like, really stop. This is Have you stupid. ever checked to see if your house was like on a ley line? Like what what is going on? Like there's a mimic for all of you. I don't know. <laughs> but everybody had seen everybody. And my grandmother who was dead, we I saw my grandmother walk by when she was still alive, but I'd seen her walk by when I knew she couldn't walk because she was like unable to. Like she was basically right. in hospital at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was it's almost like there was an entity that just could embody a voice oh, so or a person. Oh, yeah. So that's you're why saying you're saying you're saying one mimic was mimicking everyone, yeah, not necessarily everyone. like a family of mimics. Yeah. No, okay. no, no. Yeah, I think it's one mimic that could just embody everyone that was in that house. They they just could somehow be that person. Uh the only person I have never physically seen it wasn't there was my sister um and I, I and i've never heard her voice either but she has said that she's seen me and heard my voice she's there that is so strange dude i would check to see i would like go on like a ley line map i would like do some research on that location or like is there any uh uh local like stuff like this like stories from the past the only thing I know about where my where that house is is it's on where um, Civil War camps were set and also Native American. Uh, oh, the stuff I showed too... you, I, you know, I showed you all the, the 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 stuff I showed you that was the Cherokee artifacts I have is all from yeah 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 my family land and everything. So that's all I know. Yeah. That's, now, I mean, that's an intense weirder. story. Um, my cousin. <laughs> it gets weirder? Uh, well, it gets, <laughs> me it's weird is because my cousin, who is who is like straight up Native American, she's like got all the all the blood. 
yeah. I'm 34%. She's like all the blood Cherokee. Yeah. She said that every time she came to that house, she felt weird in that back room. She said that back room was like really fucking weird to her. That it messed with her. Man. And yeah. She said that she never felt right. And uh, I, I have that in text messages. I can like share that. Cause I, wow. when I, yeah. Crazy. So you powerful, know what this, whatever's there. Yeah. I, that it reminds me of uh, what's that Stephen King, the stranger. It reminds me of that mimic. Oh, wait, what, what was, am I saying the name right? I, I don't remember that one, but. It, it was a show and the dude from uh, the dude from Ozarks and Arrested Development was the main character. Uh, yeah, I think it was a stranger. Anyway, it, it, what you're describing is so similar. It would it would take the form on of, of like an individual, like one at a time. And yeah. it's just unnerving. It's just like the whole show is unnerving. Yeah. Like I said, there was never anything. I never felt any malice and it was just a sense of dread. Didn't like that back room. That back room always scared me. It just made me feel uncomfortable. And especially when at night, when the sun went down, I just, I didn't want anything to do with that. How big room. was that room? Um, I mean, it's like a, I don't know how to do like a, I mean like 20 by 20, like, are we talking like a square room, a long room? Square room, but it also had had an offshoot with a freezer and a um, oh yeah back room where the hot water heater was and everything. Okay, so. and that was built because you said that the, it was graded. So is it like one of those houses where if you're outside on the lawn, you can walk down to like the 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 sub part of the house, and then you yeah, walk up. Not, you know what I mean? Wouldn't even you wouldn't even it's a tri level house. You wouldn't even realize that it's you wouldn't even realize you were doing elevation. Like, yeah. It makes sense. Like the flat part, like mm -hmm. um, the outer third was that room, that back room, the scary room, I guess you could say, and then the den, and then you went up five stairs, and then you're in a foyer and a kitchen, and then you went up yeah. 10 stairs, and you're in all the bedrooms. Yeah. So like okay, okay. The, um, the grading of the... Grading is basically there was a creek, so there's creek water, right? This and then like everything just kind of gradually graded up. And the back room, this back room was like a sub room. It was down at the still, lower, it's still flat though. It's still above level. It's still above. Okay, okay. It's not. That's what like, I was trying to picture. I was like, I wonder not, if it's, it's not cut a, in. It's not below ground. I got it's you. not like a basement. It's not below ground at all. It's you're above the ground still. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Dude, that's weird. <laughs> that's a good so one. Freaky. Jeez. Yeah, you you need to make like a short story out of that. That's just that's just uh, yeah, it's it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and it was really weird, and especially it got even weirder because when my grandmother, um, when she she stayed with us uh all the way until basically her death, um, mm -hmm. she was very cognizant all the way in her nineties. Um, yeah. like she was my babysitter basically when I was young, um. She died at 98, and when she was in her later years, they, uh, they started saying she was having dementia. And I get it. She mm -hmm. was having dementia. It was weird because I would come in there, and she would 
tell me she I'd bring her food, I'd bring her lunch and everything like that. I'd be like, "Hey, here you go." She would say, "Hey, where's the other guy?" I was like, "Who?" No. See, it's weird when the dementia lines up with your Mm -hmm. story. It gets really fucking weird. She would say, "She goes, who? Where's the other guy?" And I said, "Who are you talking about?" She's like, "You know, where's Clark?" I was like, "I'm Clark." She's like, "No, the other Clark." Yeah. Now at this time, I was traveling. I was in the band, so I had different hairstyles and stuff. So I kind of chalked it up to that, where I was like, "Okay, you're just thinking. You just don't recognize me." No, you just think, and she was very adamant. She's like, no, she's like, you're Clark. Where's the other guy? And I was like, well, everybody else has these stories. I was like, I don't, I don't know. And then me and my dad look really similar, but my dad's 36 Mm -hmm. years older than me. So I was thinking maybe she's mixing me and my dad up. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, it was so weird. She she was adamant about it. When I would come in there and give her lunch, sometimes she would say, you know, thank you. And then sometimes she would say, where's the other guy? No, I, I, it's so I, weird. And it happened multiple times? Like, it was not just yeah, oh, one yeah. instance? Multiple people, multiple, multiple times. times. And it was in that oh house. It was in that house, in, like, one of those bedrooms up above it. Above that weird Dude. creepy room, and what she if, just what she if, say, well, yeah. What if what if there was like a, a like a uh, an episode we just call it uh, uh, the the Clark Files, and you go <laughs> and you interview whoever lives there now, and just asking them, just take like a Zoom recorder and be like, yes. I, I used to live here, and I was wondering if you had any strange oh, experiences. I, I actually, ha- we still own the house. I can go there. Oh my god! Are the, do you know the people that are in it? Yeah. Yeah. My mom and dad still own it. They live there. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I thought mind. you were like leasing it to someone. I, no, 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 no. I can go there and anytime and I I can walk through that house and show you exactly the layout and where that the weird would be, stuff happens. Dude, that would be a yes. great YouTube video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'll do Field it. trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, yeah. Yeah, my vote, you should do that. That would be incredible. Um. <laughs> Uh it's, well it's... that's unnerving um I'm gonna what a get... way to to end on that's crazy yeah well I I I you know what what the most unnerving is it's like um your family like your family and your friends like you trust them they're like a safe space mm-hmm. but when if there's something like that can can mimic them that just undermines the whole thing yeah <laughs> and it touches that uncanny valley where you can't trust yeah. anything. Uh, oh my god! All right. And well, that so is weird a... that we all saw each other, like, and it right? didn't. Yeah. Ever took forever. Like I, I said, all this happened when I was like seventeen, eighteen, and it took me to go to college, be away, come back, everything before we all like were sitting down at a dinner, and like told these stories, and they, they all were like, "Yeah, we saw you when you weren't here." Like, oh my god, <laughs> like, that's so. And, and, that's so messed up. Yeah, it really just brought it home for me where I was like, wow, I'm not crazy. Like <laughs> so so these are like brief encounters. Like it's like something passing by a door. So it's not like you can like go, wait a minute and like run down. Yeah. It's like, like visual, it's like you see it. Yeah. Someone walk past a doorway and then you go to the bathroom and there there's no one there. And then voices. Someone calling out to you saying, Hey, 
I get help here. And then you go down and there's nobody there. Like it was, it was, it was, it was audible. It was visual. Oh, that's so creepy. That's a, such a good one, but I, I don't like it at the same time. Yeah, I won't be able to sleep tonight for real. Oh, man. Well, I'm a skeptic. I don't. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. this. Oh, I know you are. I don't really believe them. <laughs> you, you, you definitely don't indulge. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's definitely what I lived in that house. So. It's just strange. It's like that. It's it's like that. That lady I was telling you that saw Bill pass mm-hmm. down the end of the hall and go into the room, and that nobody would be in the room. Like it, those kind of things are like uh, where I've heard like multiple people say these things, and like there's no incentive. It's not like these people are get benefiting. It's just mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just odd to hear like recurring things line up like what you're saying. Yeah. Well, that was a that was a way to end the podcast. That was right. A, <laughs> that was a fireworks at the end. Yeah, I wish I wish uh, Joe was here for that. What if he had like a similar story? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we can. It always also, it also makes rebuttal. it for me for my cousins, my cousins that visited, like they're the ones that really seal it for me too. Because they like when I told this story finally after years and years and years, and I told it on my um my former podcast. Uh, they came out and they were like, "We hated that room. We were always creeped out by wow. that room." What? And they came out and told me that that was when I was really weirded, like weirded out, and I was like, "Okay, there's something to this. I'm not just crazy." Cause, yeah, because me, my immediate family, we're all very like, we're all very like, I guess, stoic minded. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll try to logically figure out something. We'll be like, okay, that was weird. Maybe I'm just crazy or something psychological. But when, like, my cousins that had, you know, like, they only visited very little, like, when they came in. And they're very, uh, also, I guess, logical, but at the same time, they're very attuned people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That When they were just like, yeah, we hated that back room. We did not like being around. Like, we didn't even like being in that's what it was for me when I was like growing up as as a kid, when I was in the den looking down that hallway to that back room that went to the back door, it was, it was always scary. Like that was a scary room at night for some reason. So like, I don't know what it was that was there, but like the fact that my cousins and my cousins are 10 plus years older than me. Yeah. When they visited, they were already older than me. I was a kid, you know, so it's yeah. like every time they were over, like them, like reaffirming that to me, and I'm in my thirties. <laughs> yeah, saying, like they're, they're yeah. adults. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're forty. They're in their forties now, and they were like, "That back room was scary." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, I'm, I'm not crazy." <laughs> Weird. That is so creepy. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to follow up on that. That was a right? good one. I, I you you, sh- you should you should like uh I don't know that should that should be you should uh collab with uh uh Joe and like do it do a zine of of that He'll, like do the illustrations that's crazy um well any any final closing thoughts other than we're 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 all doomed um I don't know why I'm such a 
anti-magnet, I guess, <laughs> with paranormal uh, apparition. I've, yeah, no, I, I've never experienced anything. So, hey, I'm right here. So just let me know, you know, just <laughs> let's make something happen. <laughs> yeah, I've only had the one. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. just like, even though it's not like I want like the memory of the man right. sitting yeah. in a corner of my room smoking. I don't necessarily want that kind of baggage. But at the same time, I wish I wish I I don't know. I want something. I want something more than my shadow, man. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's like when you talk about this stuff, things start ringing bells. But like, I really don't have mm -hmm. any other stories like nothing, nothing crazy that happened to me. Just I had friends that were terrified of the house I grew up in. But like, I never felt that outside of that one instance. Yeah. And then there was a second instance, but there was a guy knocking on the door. My parents were gone. And I, I loaded up my paintball gun with like uh, marbles. And oh. I was like, I was like checking out the windows. I uh -huh. didn't know who it was. I'm pretty sure I'd seen uh, one of the newer uh, Home Alones at that point. So I was like, <laughs> I was making my plans. But yeah, it was just a dude. I think I know who it was too. It was, it was, it was a, it was a, yeah, I won't get into it. It was, it, yeah, it was just a guy <laughs> that, it was a guy that like kind of made enemies with uh, my folks. Uh, a falling out of sorts. And wow. uh, I think he was just coming by to apologize. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, I was ready to home alone it. But... <laughs> he got this close to going back home with his ass loaded with marbles. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I used to have a game when I was a kid where there's like this, uh, there's this banister, like the stairwell goes up in, in sections mm -hmm. And there's this one odd stairwell that goes off to nothing because it used to be a, a porch. Like it goes off into that hall that I was telling you about. Um, but it, it in back in the day when the house was designed the way it was, it was some kind of an upper porch. So technically there's three levels of staircases, even though it's a two story. Mm -hmm. And um, so I would, I, my dad would like, you know, get his water and everything and go to bed. Like uh, he would walk up the stairs and so I had this thing where I would like stack uh, empty uh, uh, like the toilet paper roll tube and yeah. like have like and then like wait for him and like have all these things that would like trip and and like, you know, <laughs> cave in on him. And uh, and and but one time it got too serious because I had like too many like uh, hard objects that fell on him and he put an end to that game quickly. <laughs> but. He got pretty good at it. He was he he made a, he started making scarecrows. He would like get a broom and put like a, a, like a jacket over it, and uh -huh. then like trip my my system by like like <laughs> getting it over yeah. the steps. So he, he got we, we were we were both. We, I feel like we were equally matched, and then I just took it too far. But, That's adorable. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, well. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks to Joe for coming on the podcast. Uh, thanks, mm -hmm. Clark and Lily. This has been fun. Yeah, um, it was very spooky. I know there was a huge, like I know we've been hearing from Alex in his uh, bungalow. He he got a, a a decent setup to where you know he could he could reach us from his South America area that he's that he's in. Uh, there was some weather or something happened and, mm -hmm. and he lost his link. So he's, he's, he's busy trying to get that. Hopefully he'll be on next week, but it's, it's kind of, it's kind of dicey down there, but anyway, 
death endorses. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and and uh, we possibly have a big uh, liquid death deal coming down the mm-hmm. pipeline, so look out for that. Look out it for is. some endorses. Yeah, it's gonna be like a nice logo, like a nice uh, that's up and weird triangle on the side of it. It'll be good. And Ridge Wallet. Don't forget Ridge Wallet. Oh, of course, of course. Today's episode brought to you by Ridge. (laughs) Ridge Shadow Legends. (laughs) Yeah, Shadow Legends. Those those commercials. So they're... uh, I will... Never mind. This is an off-air conversation. But um, thanks for tuning in. And remember, we don't want stuff that's normal. We want stuff that's effing weird.